Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Please select Traditional option to speak with Patani. Keep your camera on. Hi, this is, hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is September 20th. The time is about 11.30. And Reddy PC has been conducting Zoom calls from past 10 years. Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please um, raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. And, uh, uh, and please uh, put your camera on if you're a newcomer, though because we look into uh, the people who are coming newcomers or not. So please put your camera and raise your hand if you're a newcomer. Harsha? Uh, yeah, hi. Yeah, as I'm a newcomer here. Yes, so, correct. Yeah, so my question is, my wife worked on, uh, like, uh, she was on hedge fund for 3.5 years and uh, she laid off. She was laid off and then we applied uh, for her H4. She got the H4 and now she found new job, which they filed H1 again. But, mm-hmm. but she has some health concerns and she 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 would like to... Uh, uh, move back like, to H4. Move back to H4. So we... When is, we when, is to, H4, when is her H4 expiring? Our H4 expires on uh, 8-24... Uh, like 2024. Okay. So there are two ways we can do. You can file a change of status. And when is the year expiring? We do not have EAD. She's, okay. she's on H4, H1, uh, like H4. 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 Yeah. So the best way for you right now is she can go to just go to Mexico and come back. That's one way of getting it done to H4. Even though she doesn't have a stamping, she can do it. It's called automatic revalidation. The second way is you file a change of status from H1 to H4. Okay, we need to do that again. If not, she have to go, like she, she go to, she just crossed, she should cross the border and come back. I would recommend that she flies though. Okay. okay. And she, uh, the third option is she can go to India and get the stamping which takes a long time. Next person, please. Yes. And I'll give you a video that I want you to watch it. Can you put a provision where people can, uh, I can send a video to everybody, Gayatri? Yes, Ram. Okay. Next person, please. Sharad? Hi, Rahul. This is Sharad. Uh, my question is, my priority date is uh, November 2014 downgraded in October 2020 from EB2 to EB3 and both EB2 and EB3 I-150 got approved and mm-hmm. we interfiled to EB2 from EB3 in the first week of September before the retrocation and we got the I-485J receipt. 
My two questions are here. Will my child age is locked during the pending of interfile I485J? We Is don't there... know that. We don't know that. Because interfiling does not guarantee the age lock. If you want to confirmly age lock, though, you should do it right now. You should refile okay. the 485 and EB2. That will confirm it, though. But otherwise, it will be in thin air. We don't know. Because when you interfile, it's not a it's not something Congress mandated. It's not what's there in the regulation. It's just that they created that system. So, which they are not confirming that you're locked in CSPA. I got you. Thank you. The next question I have is, if in case if I need to change the job, do I need to wait for 180 days? If you change the job within 180 days, you are, you are approximately 20% risk of going into EB3 instead of EB2. The reason is that the USCIS website, I don't know where they came up, says that within 180 days, if you change the job, you may not be able to retain the EB2. That's what they say. But we don't know how they're going to implement it. And that's the reason I said you have 20% chance you'll be stuck in EB3. Next person, please. Swapna. Hi, Rahul. So uh, my uh, EAD is approved. But my advance parole is pending. Um, mm -hmm. my, my grandfather is no more, so I have to visit India immediately. So what do well, you You don't have to. Why do you have to? Is that something like a, you're operating on him or something? No, but your, I... Your family, your family is here. That's old family. Um, let me understand. So your advance parole is not approved. How do you plan to come back? Uh, that is what I'm asking. Is there any way that I could get my advance parole uh, soon or something? Yeah, you can request an emergency advance parole. They may grant you for 60 days. You need to call them up and you okay. need to cry, provide the death certificate, and you will have to go to the immigration office. They will give you a 60 days advance parole for you. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Next person, please. Ravi. Praveen? Hi, hi. Hi, this is Praveen. And uh, my question is, um, I have a 485 interview which got completed last week. And the officer mm -hmm. indicated uh, that the application is in review status. And he said he needs to verify something about my employer. So, mm -hmm. and he didn't specify any time. So the question is like, how much time does it take for the next step to happen? Uh, is the prior date current? Yes, it is current. Sir. What is the priority date? Uh, mine is September 2010. Yeah, typically they will take a month's time to two months' time. That's a typical time it takes, though. And if it doesn't get approved within two months, you may want to raise a congressional inquiry. Okay, uh, sounds good, sir. And one second last question is... Uh, during this time, if I, I have an offer with my client, since the it's pending in status, can I do a AC21 portability and join the client if I need to? Like I would um, not I, do the AC21 portability. I will not do anything. I will join the new client. Okay, then how would the new, like the officer know that I'm there? Or do I have to worry about why, it? Or why, why, why would you have to let them know? Uh, because... The office, the file is still in the field office. I know. And if they have any further why would, questions, but the reason is that if you let them know, they'll get confused. 
in in their adjudication might take a longer time i see so okay. unless there is some problem with the old company though i would not do that right now i would not file a 485j supplement for you okay and the old company said everything is good so they didn't say anything so i got it i got it cautious. i would not okay. file you can move but i would not file a 485j supplement for you okay, i will perfect. wait if it, if the green card doesn't approve after a long time i can consider but otherwise i won't. next course okay, perfect thank you anil kumar Were able to hear me? Yes, go ahead, Anil. Yeah, actually, like you know, I got H one B visa in two thousand thirteen, and that visa got expired. And uh, after ten years, like I would like to go to India, and I scheduled appointment, but I did not know that there's a there is a visa waiver program. But I booked the appointment without using the visa waiver program. Uh, but I realized that I sh- I can able to use the visa waiver program. Then what should I do? When did, when did you book? When did you book the? When did you book the appointment? Um, yesterday, for October. When, which date? Which date? Okay. Uh, October. the biometrics October, on October. October. Biometrics on so October the, and the visa so, so on November. Yeah. So the, the the answer to my question is November of two thousand. I don't know. It should automatically should have driven you to go for the. Uh, it should have automatically should have cited you not allowed you to go for the personal interview i don't know why they gave a the personal things yeah because like But you know then, the go ahead sorry because right now you are eligible until december 31st you are eligible for the mm-hmm. you are eligible for the visa waiver program after that you are not eligible for i don't know why they gave it and okay. another thing is that visa waiver program act visa waiver your appointments are backlogged much more than the visa appointments yeah but uh, somehow like i i got it so there is an option like you know do you have a visa before there is an option whenever i'm checking the scheduling okay, the appointment what, right what did you what did you said do you have a visa i before? said i said no because like the visa stamp in my old passport uh no 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 you need to cancel the appointment rebook it because that's a misstatement you don't want okay. to go there with a misstatement because then they will say you try to circumvent the normal visa processing and they may deny for the misrepresentation so i want you to cancel the appointment and rebook the appointment okay okay thank you next person uh, there is um there is yeah. a personal emergency also uh, i'm not concerned about personal emergency i'm only concerned about your misrepresentation if you're trying to misrepresent to get it faster in the queue they may bar you forever coming into united states everybody has an emergency guys unfortunately if there is something we can do we can everybody has an emergency next person please i don't know if anybody who doesn't have an emergency hey yeah. rahul uh, this is nagin uh, so priya is my wife's name so we have applied for h1 h4 and h4 ead back in jan and i got mm-hmm. my h1 approval within a week and h4 got approved in may h4 ead is still pending it has been more than 8 months now uh so we submitted a service request we haven't wait, got any wait, wait 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 yeah when is our ead expiring uh, so the, uh, so no uh, so this is the new h4 ead application yeah okay go ahead uh so like what are the options now so nothing is there's there... nothing i can do for you got it so okay. there is no report that yeah yeah thanks good cool. next person please sorry about that iPhone. Um, I got a 
485 interview, I, uh, it says like uh, uh, your request uh, is ready for uh, interview. So uh, can you help me out? Like what questions will be asked? Um, it's going to be tough for me though, ma'am. I will give you a video, but I yeah, normally yeah. tell people have to have a mock interview. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, mock interview would be better. And you can have it done by booking a consultation. I will do the mock interview. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. And I will give you a video that I want you to watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Thank you. So I can schedule uh, sometime. Uh, right. Guys. And then I will, once if you schedule, I'll send a list of the information they're going to ask, a lot of information and some questions that they will ask. So you will be prepared when you speak with me. Okay. okay. Next person, okay. please. Mahesh. Yeah. Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul, sir. Good, mo uh, good morning. So this is my first time and I was new to US and uh, I was not good at the immigration level as well. Uh, I'm on H1B. Well, if you're I, good I'm at not... it, if you're good at it, you don't need to come here. Go ahead. No, no, I'm not. I'm not good at it, sir. I'm not good. I'm not, I'm, that's what I'm. If you're good yeah. at it, why do you need to come here? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, because uh, my wife and I had an elder kid, uh, uh, and uh, which I named for got expert, and I got a newborn baby, uh, uh, which is of wait, two months. Wait, wait, wait. We are speaking about your elder kid. His I ninety four expired. Yes, sir. My wife and I-94 of my elder kid both got expired. Uh, they are on H-4 visa? They are on H-4 visa, sir. Yes. Did you file an extension for them? Uh, now, uh, now I got an extension time. So when I checked with my employers, they they, they asked me that, send, uh, do you want to file for your wife and kid? Last time I said we did not file for them. Then uh, again, I talked to my employer. Immigration okay, you're not answering my question. When okay. is your wife's I-94 expired? August 2021, sir, last year. Yeah. Did you file an extension for them? Yes or no? No, sir. No, no, no. We, we, okay. I, it will be recognized yesterday. Right. And I want you to put off the Zoom call right now, make a consultation immediately with the lawyer, okay? Okay, yeah. Okay, then. Uh, and I'm it's not your, the responsibility. My, my I-140 is with you, sir, actually. Uh, with your but where is your H1B? Which your, where is your H1B with? Are we the lawyers for H1B? Which company you work for? Oh, yeah, yeah. I will do with the employer. Yeah. Which company you work for? You don't Camelot, answer sir. my question. Oh, Cam Camelot. 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 Yeah. We don't do the H1Bs. Yeah. So that's where they, you, uh, they, they undercut it and you lost it. It's your responsibility to get the H4. By the way, we didn't represent you in the, we don't represent Camelot and H1B. You should immediately put the Zoom call off and then you okay. need to book an appointment. Next person, okay. please. Mohan. Hi, uh, I was on H1B before and my wife was on H4 EAD and a couple of years ago, we moved back to India like in 2019 and I just came back with H1B uh, since I have my 140 approved. Uh, I just got here like two weeks ago and uh, uh, how can I get my wife back to H4 EAD? Like, will it be a fresh H4 EAD application or uh, she, since wait, she wait, does she have... When did you, you move to 2019? Is that right? Moved back, back to, to India. 19, yes, sir. So you came back. Where is your wife? Where, wife is here or there in India? No, she is in India now. 
yeah, she can come up, she can come back on H4. Uh, and once she comes back, you can apply for EAD. Her EAD expired, is it right? Obviously. Yes, yes, it expired back in 2020. Yeah. Okay. So she uh, again has for a new application and that will take like eight, nine months now. Yeah, normally EAD is taking about five, six months, but yeah, there's no option. She has to come here and apply for EAD. Okay. And after she gets here only, I can apply for H4 EAD. That's right. You cannot apply before. And my other question is, sir, uh, my priority date is Feb 2015. And my new employer now has to file new, new uh, labor and uh, I-140 again, right? So That is uh, right. If you want to get the green card, they should. And uh, is there any expiry date for the priority date? Like if uh, if the current current day... Your Sorry. death. Your death. Oh, it's good. I answer. said your, 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 your death is expiry <laughs> Sorry, okay. using the bad word, but that's... Okay, got it, got it, sir. Uh, my only uh, uh, concern was that, like, since the dates were moving very fast, and uh, if my employer files um, I-140 later, like after two years, and my priority date passes... That's fine. Your death, as long as you don't die, you're good. Okay, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Junit? Sorry, I just Hello. have a little bit more positive expression. Don't mean any bad to any guys, guys. Hey Raul, uh, I filed my I-485 in the year of 2019, October, and in January 2021, I gave an interview as well. From that point, still in an administrative process, and we and did a... What is, what is your priority? Rest of, rest of the world, I follow in the rest of the world, and it's in June 2019, I would say. And... Um, you can possibly go into court litigation. That's one thing that you can think about it. Did you say you filed in October 2021 or October 2020? You filed in October 2019? Yes, 2019. You definitely need to go for court litigation. So, but before going to the court litigation, I want to clean up to make sure if there is no deficiencies in the 485 application. But if you want to go to the court litigation, Stephen Brown is the best one. If you want to check yeah. with me whether or not any deficiencies are there, I'm normally I'm the adjustment of status person though. Because I go through the things, your history, employment history, company history, to make sure everything is okay. Because if there is any fault in it, we should not go for court litigation. So I I know then the month of September there is a, no visa available. But right now I received Well, you're the rest of the world. You're yes. the rest of the world. Yes. But even for the rest so, of the world, EB, EB2 and EB, EB, EB1, EB2, EB3 are not available right now yes. until October. So so they sent me a notice for my daughter. They said that they have used my biometric uh, uh, for Our this. Um, yeah, yeah okay, for biometric. So is there any chances that they are processing my application or code litigation is the only option? Your prior date is current in October. If they don't approve in yes. October, first week or second week, you should go consider litigation. Okay. okay. Thank you. And the last question is like, if I travel on advanced parole and something bad happened, I cannot come back. And the visa is also, visa appointment is a tough to get in India. That's a risk always, correct? Yeah, that's always a risk. But what will happen in your advance? You mean to say 485 gets denied? Yes. That'll be very hard to get the 485 denied. Uh, okay. But yeah, you, you should 
you should definitely consider litigation. That's the best thing yeah. because normally if it's pending from 2020, we tell you to wait until two years though. But yours is three years, so you should go for litigation. Uh, and unless, you know, they will say security check because, okay, one guy is saying yeah, they what? say, why is the security check? When, when when we spoke with the officer, his last name is A-L-I, M-U-R-A-L-I. Okay, that's it. That went out. So it's better to get it done litigation. Because if there is security check, if they say to us security check, there is nothing we can do. But they have to show the judge what security check. The judge won't tell us. Yes. The, but they have to show it to the judge. They just say that, okay, Muhammad is a security check. Muhammad is a million people. Now make it 10 million people or 100 million people. So then they have to check how, do, how does Muhammad is. Is this Muhammad? There are 100 million people or Muhammad's name. So I, I would recommend that you go to litigation. Next person. I did Thank you. Ravinder? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, good morning. This is for me, EB, EB1A, um, I applied uh, two months back. So uh, the my biometrics over and uh, the one USA, USAS officer called me, said that my medical, so there is um, uh, one vaccine, hepatitis B is mm -hmm. missing. Actually, yes. I don't know how uh, the, my doctor is uh, missed. He said uh, age is not appropriate, but looks like they made they made mandate for all the ages uh, from 21st may 2022 so uh, i took so uh, i want you to do i want you to do one thing i don't want you to just send hepatitis vaccine results to that guy i want you to do the whole medical again and send it to him yeah yesterday i got it uh, uh, but uh, when i before you know sending that I also got uh, official RFE raised. Before that, she called and told, uh, this, this is missing and, uh, you know, you send us the updated. Uh, I got report. it. So what's your question? Question is, uh, like, you know, I need to wait uh, till I get official uh, RFE or uh, can I send based on the email and call? No, wait, wait. Because there is no hurry for you. Wait until RFE comes in. Since RFE is already raised. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, because we don't know if there's something else in the RFE, we'll get killed. They'll deny the entire 48 application. So I'll wait until RFE comes in. Next person, please. Kumar. Uh, hi. Uh, good morning, Rahul. I have two questions. First question, uh, I, I, was, I, I, uh, I did a H1 transfer from one company to another company on May 25th, and my wife uh, traveled to India at the same time. Uh, and her H4 and EAD was applied before that. Uh, she is with uh, her H4 got approved. Uh, she is with the uh, old old uh, company stamp visa stamping that was valid till this this year November, yeah, and she is planning to come back this weekend. Is it good to for her to travel? Yes, when she travels, though, give her the H4 approval of yours. Give her the H1B approval of yours. Okay. When she comes to the post of the CPP, tell them that. Here is my H4 approval, my husband's H4, H1B approval. Give me until 2025. Okay. I-94, okay? They will give it to you okay. until 2025. If you show the H1B approval and you have the H4 approval too, which is not needed, but I that's you you have both the things. So the passport is yeah. expiring in November, but the H1, H1B and H4 is expiring in 2025. If she shows them, they'll give it until 2025. Otherwise, as soon as she comes in, 
you have to file the extension again unnecessary money will be wasted oh sure okay yeah. and uh, the second question uh, uh so f- during the month of february they filed uh, they filed the uh, ead uh, again they filed the ead in the month of may uh, i got a, a ead approval for what happened uh, what happened to the okay until what time uh for the february one from uh, the till 24th but uh, i i too got an email what, saying what do you, that, what do you mean 24th 20, 2024 yeah 2024 yeah okay Now, what happened to the may one uh, may one is still in process uh but the february one i got an email from usci saying that that particular uh, receipt number is terminated now i'm confused uh, you, this one i got a card saying that that is approved you can call them up and inquire about it though okay you can call them and okay. ask okay so that's a better okay. way of doing it okay and in case if they say this is valid uh, what is the process for me to get that receipt number approval because they said it is terminated i don't know what the terminated means just call them and ask them okay that's better okay. to get an inquiry into see what's going on and then come back sure. if you need it to okay it may be yes. just an error there because i'm not oh, familiar sure. with that thing uh, yeah so i i had to file hatch for two times first time they uh, they missed to submit you told some doc you told me i you told me that yeah. just call them and yeah. ask next person please thank you vihan they might say it's just an error if just an error we don't have to do anything hi ravi yes go ahead um like ucs has accepted 20 120 applications uh, this year for 2023 and uh, after approving to 85k applications and if there are any remaining uh, applications will they simply reject them or what happens no no they will be pending they will be giving the ead and advance for also them no h1b i'm talking about h1b oh oh, oh okay 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 sorry for 2022 so, your body mean uh, you mean uh, to say like a, what will they no nothing will happen to them there's no rejection okay. nothing will happen no, no, no rejection process, nothing uh, we have uh, submitted our application at uh, texas service center on june 2018th uh, for new h1b and it is not yet, not approved yet so converted to premium uh, processing okay okay converted to premium yep. processing okay got it thank you next next person please Saurabh Yeah thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to ask a question my priority date is July 2014 and my prior employer um filed EB2 to EB3 downgrade in October 2020 the current employer refused to submit a transfer of underlying basis using formal USCIS guidelines and instead they submitted a 485j supplement alongside prior employers eb2 i140 number and they sent a courtesy letter to uscis nebraska service center instead of the montclair wait, service wait wait let me i'm i'm getting confusing information from you you said the current employer refused to file the 485j supplement no the for the current employer refused to file transfer of underlying basis using the formal uscis guidelines which wait, required wait. but he filed the 485j supplement Yes, they filed the four eighty five J supplement. Wait, 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 and he used the EB two I one forty approval in there. Yes, they used the EB two I one forty of the previous employer. Well, that is a formal thing. What else formal can that be? 
So the lawyer is saying that it is not a formal transfer of underlying basis request. And that's why your 180 day clock will not reset uh, because we did not include a cover letter alongside the application that says request for transfer. Of well, first of all, there is no 180 days. If your current employer has filed the 485J underlying thing, there's no 180 days. It's only if you're filing for the previous company, the underlying basis. So if you're filing with a new company, there is no 180 days. Okay, so should I wait for 180 days for the transfer of underlying basis to be effective? I will not, like... I will not, I will not. Okay, and since the priority date will retrogress in October 1st, should I send a written request to USCIS Nebraska Service Center to request under uh, EB2 instead of EB3? Or this will be how sufficient? Are you how do you know that EB2 is going to go forward? Right now, from October 1st, both are same. No, EB3 dates are behind EB2, right? No? No, they are the same dates. Check it out. Both so are April I, 1st, 2012. So will they consider me in EB2 or EB3? There is a chance they may consider you in EB2. Okay? There is a chance they may consider you in EB3. It's not confirmed. If your previous company files a 485J supplement with EB2, they would definitely consider you under EB2. If your current company files it in EB2, they may or may not consider it. But one assumption that you are thinking wrong is EB3, only EB2 is going to go forward. You don't know about it. So right now, I would not do anything for you. If you want to move out of the company, move out of the company. And if you move out of the company, don't even file a 485J supplement. Wait until the priority date moves, whichever side you move. Okay. If EB3 moves forward, I will send the transfer for underlying basis to EB3. If EB3 moves, EB2 moves, I'll do that. But otherwise, okay. I will not do anything. Next okay. person. And you, Azim? Uh, this will be the last person, guys. I'll take about 10 calls, mm -hmm. um, uh, 10 uh, messages, guys, after this, uh, after Azim. Yeah, I don't so know. please leave a message. I'll try to answer. And send the message to test. Uh, I'm giving you a test. Please respond to that. Go ahead, sir. Azim, go ahead. Sure. Uh, good morning, Rahul. Uh, Rahul, my question is pertaining to uh, F1 conversion. Actually, I've come uh, on B1, B2. Uh, this is my second visit to US, and I've been exploring options to, you know, to convert it to a student visa. So the what uh, the question that I have is like someone told me that you know go through ESL route, then you took uh, take F1. ESL. What is ESL? ESL. Some some course uh, some course uh, that you can instantly take it, and that can be a bridge between F1. So I'm a bit confused on that. And that's called uh, I mean, English yeah, course. That I think so. It's probably English, English course. Yeah. Yes, yes. You can, I think you, that's can, all. you can, you can definitely, you can definitely go through the English course and get an F1 visa. But the only problem is the duration of the course is a problem. Yeah, there are a lot of colleges that you can, there are a lot of colleges you can get admission very easily without much problem. And I would want you to consult this called Ravi Lothmalla. I'll give you his number. Okay, sure. Ravi. Oh, yeah. One second. And this guy is very good in these things. Okay. And so second, my second question is like, uh, during the time we, we file the application, I mean, if it takes time, would it, uh, uh, if it takes time uh, for the decision, because my B1, B2 would, uh, the, the, the visa expire, expire. Yeah. Uh, expire. Under the I mean, new, like six, six in, under, under the new rules, you're good. You don't have to do anything. Even if it expires, okay. if you file F1, you're in good shape. And I've given you that educational consultant advisor, um, his okay. uh, email address, phone number, contact him. He'll take care of that mission very easily. Very easily. 
uh, I'm going to Thank go to you. the question and answers, guys. Thank you so much. Um, Anant Subramaniam, GCV1 separate received DVD, but my wife photo misplaced. My photo and her photo on EAD. Ah, you have to send the EAD cards back to them and they will correct it and send it back. You have to fill a I-765 and you have to send the photos again. My daughter is an F1 OPT uh, after her green card approval. Do we have to terminate service record before used green card work? Yeah, you can just terminate it. But if she doesn't terminate, it's not a big deal. That's their problem, not your problem. She has a green card. She can just start working on it. If the CVC is not there or not, you don't have to waste time. But you can request a DSO. Here's a green card. Terminate her. But if she works before CVC is terminated, is something bad? No, it's not bad. Uh, Bupul, my green card got approved in nine, but my wife's status changed to case remains pending the same day. Will they approve my wife's 485 before end of September? Yes, there is a chance they can approve it. Uh, we are noticing the, some approvals of the 485s. Uh, surprisingly, we are noticing some approvals. So let's see if they will approve it. Everybody has emergency though. Um, so I don't know how to book an emergency appointment, guys. My GC passport uh, enough while re-entering US or still we need to carry all other documents. I want to tease, absolutely not required. No H1B, nothing required. GC, of course, passport, of course. Contacting congressmen won't help in the next 10 days, guys. Pending EB2 and EB3 priority date is August to traveling to India using EB2 combo card in October. What document should I carry when coming back? Um, just carry all the immigration documents, but only show them the advance parole. I'm assuming that you have a combo card advance parole and the, and the passport. Don't show anything else. Only if they ask, you can send it. Uh, do we need to court order from country or simply changing the name on a new passport? I, Gagan, it's better if you have an FNU, change it from the court because you never know where you're going to hit with. Can we apply apply for I-485 without 485J uh, uh, before September? No, no, sir. June 2014 date. You need 485J supplement to apply for 485J. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow uh, at 3.30. Don't forget that we do have a YouTube and live Facebook session at 5 to 6. And we take live questions. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.